السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم، الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. May Allah سبحانه وتعالى accept us all. If a Muslim who is doing his best to satisfy Allah سبحانه وتعالى, if he is accepted by Allah, if his good deeds are accepted, then he is going to be happy in this dunya and in the judgment day. That reminds us of what Umar ibn Khattab said. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts me, one sajda from me, I would love to die. I would love to die. So he said, why? Why you say so? He said, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his holy book, إِنَّمَا يَتَقَبَّلُ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our deeds, then we are in good shape. I'm not trying to put down those good Muslims who are doing a lot for their deen. But I have to put in mind also that it's not only to do the deed or the good deed. It's also to keep it from being lost because of shaitan. So this life is actually, all of it is jihad. Especially jihad against shaitan, jihad against ourselves. Jihad against the enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is part of it. But not all of it. We are in jihad since we are born. When you first left your mother's womb, shaitan pushed you to make you cry. And when you go to die, when you are leaving this dunya, shaitan will be attending your death to tell you to die as a Christian or Jew. He will not let you go easily. So put in mind that you are in jihad in all your life. But this jihad is tasteable, fantastic, because you feel when you do it that you're doing this for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, then you enjoy it. You enjoy it, although it is hard, it may hurt you, but you will feel how important, how good it is. We feel so fantastic when we work in dunya and gain money. The minute we receive the check, we feel, oh, we have done something. We have accomplished something. Yes, true. Think of it that when you do the good deed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts your good deed, how much will you get? Why did Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say in his hadith, وَجُعَلَتْ قُرَّةَ عَيْنِي فِي الصَّلَاةِ Why he enjoys salah? Enjoy? Salah is standing most of the time and you are tired, moving around, trying to bring your mind, reciting the Qur'an. You are tired in your body. No. You are tiring about your body, but in the same time, you are enjoying your soul. Your soul is happy. That's why Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to love salah. And our mother Aisha sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, she told us about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that in, in his life, while he's sitting with them, with them, he jokes, he talks, he enjoys, and as soon as he hears adhan, she said, sallallahu anha, like he doesn't know us. Like he doesn't know us. Why? Because he heard the Adhan who's calling him to come to worship Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and he doesn't want to think of anybody else except of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. So he's enjoying Salah, he's enjoying Jihad, he's enjoying everything in his life, doing it for Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Put this in mind and try to practice it. Right. Tonight we are supposed to discuss this chapter. But in order to discuss it, we need to discuss something in front of it. We have to have an introduction for
for the case of names and qualities. I tell you the truth, the case of names and qualities, uh, although it is the, the, the third type of Tawheed. Tawheed is actually, monotheism is actually three types. Lordship side, worship side, names and qualities side. The paper, Sheikh Mtiaz is going to segregate to you two papers, will show you some of this. So it will be easy for you to follow up the case. To have Tawheed or monotheism, upon the ayat of Allah wa ta'ala in Quran, upon the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is another wahi, we can understand that Tawheed must be divided into three types. Monotheism actually is three types. Upon this ayat and the hadith. First type of Tawheed is the Lordship type. Means to believe in the oneness of Allah in his deeds, like creation, providing and so on. To believe that Allah is the only one who creates. To believe that Allah is the only one who provides this. To believe that Allah is the only one who gives life and death. The second one, second type of Tawheed is to believe in the oneness of Allah in our deeds. In our dua, worshipping, praying, so on. And the third one is to believe in the oneness of Allah Ta'ala in his names and qualities. And we'll discuss this inshallah tonight to give an introduction to the case of Tawheed al-Asma wa Sifa. We'll take it from two, type, two sides. The first side is to see how are we going to believe in this Tawheed, which is names and qualities. And then the second side is to see the rules of names and qualities. Ulama rahimahumullah, when they talked about Tawheed al-Asma wa Sifat, they gave rules, five rules. If you understand them, follow them, then you will be in the right track. Put in mind that a lot of people, they really had a problem in understanding names and qualities a long time ago. In the time of Sahaba, no time Tabi'in, yes. And later on, lots of people are having the same problem. The problem of understanding names and qualities. Lots of groups, they really missed the way. They gone, us, they, they gone astray. They went in the wrong way by saying, some of them as an example, they said, we can't prove, we can't accept, we cannot confirm that Allah has names and qualities. Because if we do so, we will say that people also have names and qualities, so they are the same as Allah. And that's like it, that's not allowed. Some people say we will accept and confirm some names and some qualities. Some of them they say will accept all the names but some qualities. But Ahl Sunnah wa Jama'ah, they accepted all the names and all the qualities. Since it is in the Quran and Sunnah, khalas, no discussion. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that He has a faith, we accept it. He told us this, nobody told us this. He told us that He has a faith. He told us that He has a hand. He told us that, khalas, what was this problem here? So let's see it in here, inshallah, tonight, hopefully, piece by piece to see. First of all, to say that in order to be a manifest in the side of names and qualities, a person must perform. Perform manifestism for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his names and descriptions or qualities should be happened by confirming what he has, subhanahu wa ta'ala, confirmed among the names and descriptions for himself in his book and his messenger confirmed to his to him as well without any ah, without any there are four problems four problems we have to avoid in order to be 
part of these people who are confirming the names and qualities. First of one is tahrif. Tahrif or distortion means someone is really changing the meaning of the name. Changing the meaning of the quality. Such as saying that Allah said that يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَةِ يعني this ayah telling us that Allah has a face. He said, no, 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 you can't say that Allah has a face. Say, what is it? He said, no, face here means ni'mah. Grace. Faith means grace. Okay, in Arabic language, there is, there is a piece of case, uh, problem in here. Because Arabic language is a very wide language. You can use one word for different meanings. Depends on the, where it is in the, in the, in the topic, on the paragraph. We see to this, if this allowed or not. Without ta'atil. Ta'atil means suspension. Suspension means that khalas. He is saying no, no need. No quality. Reject them all. Allah has no names and no qualities. That's of course not allowed because Allah told us that he has names and has qualities. Walillahi al-asma'u al-husna. What are they going to do with this? Walillahi al-mathalu al-a'la. For the qualities in here. What are they going to do with this? Then the third one, takif. Takif means adaptation. Yani to give a description of what Allah told us about himself. Yani if someone says, Allah has a face, okay, Yallah has a face. The face looks like this and this and this. No, this is not allowed. Not allowed to describe the face of Allah since he did not describe it to us in his book. Whatever description or quality mentioned in the Quran or in Sunnah of Muhammad and there is explanation of it, then we take it. There is no way to tell us how it, how is this description of the quality, then we cannot take it. We take the, the quality that's all. Without, as we say, inshallah, the case that, without saying that it looks like this. Adaptation in this case. The fourth mistake is to make tamthil. Tamthil means likening. A person who accepts the, the word, or the, the ayah, well, Allah Ta'ala mentioning that he has a faith, then he says, yes, he has a faith, like our faith. No, like he is not accepted. Likening in here is a problem because it happened, it happened by some people, especially Shia. They have a lot of likening in this case. Jew did the same thing, by the way, and Christians did the same thing, but vice versa. Christians, they likened the human beings or the creator to the creator. Jew made it vice versa. They likened the creator to the creatures. And both of them are wrong. Let's take it by piece by piece so it will be easy for us when we discuss it. But these are the rejected things to be done with the names and causes of Allah. These four cases. Tahrif, Ta'atil, Takif, and Tamthif. Right. Then let's just move to the case of rules of the names and qualities. These rules when you understand them, especially if you have the evidences of them, understand the evidences of them, then, inshallah, the case of names and qualities will be so clear to you, so we will not have any trouble on discussing them any time you want. Especially when you now notice that in this mass media, in this internet, in these channels, you will see a lot of things which is really against the Sunnah and Jama'ah understanding. And they are giving proofs of it. If you read, if you go to Google example, and ask for names and qualities, you will find an answer from good Islamic sites. You will find an answer also from Shia sites. 
You find an answer also from Jews' side. You find an answer for Ahmadis or Qadian's side. And here's the problem. A Muslim who is not really strong enough in understanding this case or any other case, Islamic case should not just go and jump. Like if you, say, come, and you make a, an example, a person who cannot swim or he swims easy, these only little bits of swimming, he jumps into the ocean. That is a big problem. If I cannot swim, I should not go deep. I can't play around with the, the shore of the, of the sea. Okay, fine, but not to go so deep. So, for us all, you and I, both of us, we don't have much information in the case of the qualities that's enough for us to go on these deep areas. So we should take this from Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah. Those people we, we depend or we really trust that they are telling us what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to say and what Muhammad wants to say with the evidences. Uh, a piece of case in here, an important case in here actually is lots of Muslims really they trust their ulama and that's what's required. They trust their madhab and that's also good. But we have to be careful in the case of trusting people, trusting madhab does not mean at all to be fanatic to the madhab or to the alim. And when you come to say alim, Sheikh bin Baz, Sheikh bin Atameen, Sheikh this, Sheikh that, I trust him totally, yes, but whenever he says something against an ayah or against a hadith or he misunderstands a hadith or ayah, I will say, sorry, I cannot take this from you. Does that mean I do not respect him? No, I respect him. I love him. But the case is this, that I love Quran and Sunnah more. So if you misunderstand, yani if, when you talk about Al-Bukhari, Muslim, Imam Ahmad, Shafi'i, Ahmad, Abu Hanifa, Malik, Al-Awza'i, other ulama who were really big ulama, fantastic ulama. As a Muslim, you believe that they are not ma'asum. They are not ma'asum. They, they make mistakes like the other human beings. But they are better than us, truly. So we take what they say, we love it, but we don't take it as a granted, no mistake. And I give you an example of, of, of uh, Hanbali Madhab, because this country is called as Hanbali Madhab, of the putting the hands in Salah on the stomach or the belly button. That is what is in our Madhab, but actually when we come to the evidence of Quran, of the Hadith of Muhammad there is stronger evidence on the Maliki Madhab to put the hands on the chest. So we take the stronger hadith. Even if our madhab does not accept that. If you read what Sheikh Bin Atameen as an example is discussing in the case of fiqh. He had a book uh, explaining fiqh side of one of the Hanbali's madhab books. You will find lots of cases. Hanbali madhab says this is haram or halal. He changes upon the, the evidence. Upon the evidence. So yes, the madhab says this, but evidence says this, so we'll take the evidence. Quran and Sunnah. Allah. But you are humble, you should defend your humble madhab. No. He defends Quran and Sunnah first. And that's every good alim he does this. He does, he's not fanatic to the madhab. Allah, I'm humble, humble. I won't accept anything else. Some people when you talk to him, Sheikh, what you are doing is incorrect. And so I say, oh, you are humble, I'm, I'm Hanafi, you don't talk to me. I'm going, we love Abu Hanifa, we think you have done this. And there are a lot of good things, you know, but Abu Hanifa is not Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Ahmad bin Hanbal is not Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa All of them are followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So we should take what Muhammad has said. 
Yes, we do not understand them by ourselves. Yes, true. But still, we study these madhab. We go for his school thoughts. We don't throw them away. We study them. We learn from them. But in the same time, we, do, we are not fanatic to them. We don't stick to them totally. We take what they are on the right track. If there is any evidence we understand later on that it is against our madhab, we'll take the evidence and leave the madhab. That's the important point to discuss. So, this is now the case of the rules and for the and qualities. The first rule is the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all, all of them are best names. As Allah said in his holy book, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى Al-Husna means the best. The best names are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why the first rule. Also, superior and perfect qualifications is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's Allah said in his early book subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَىٰ Quick point about these names and qualities. What's the difference between a name and a quality? Actually, every name has a quality, not five person. Every name has a quality, not five person. Yani, not every quality has a name. So, Allah said that He has a face. This is a quality. You cannot say that Allah is the face. You can't. Because there is no name called face. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is one point. Second point about the names and qualities. Are they counted? Are they counted? No. So what about 99 names? There is a hadith, clear hadith, sahih hadith says that إِنَّ لِلَّهِ تِسْعَةً وَتِسْعِينَ اسْمَا Allah has 99 names. What about this one? It's correct hadith. No problem. But take an example. If I tell you, I have in my bucket 100 riyals. Does that mean, does that, does that mean that I have only 100 riyals? Maybe in my bucket, yes. But in the other bucket, in the bank, at home, I have home for more. The evidence to say also, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said a hadith, a dua, أَسْأَلُكَ بِكُلِّ اسْمٍ هُوَ لَكَ سَمَّيْتَ بِهِ نَفْسَكَ أَوْ أَنْزَلْتَهُ فِي كِتَابِكَ أَوْ عَلَّمْتَهُ أَحَدٍ مِّنْ خَلْقِكَ أَوْ اسْتَأْثَرْتَ بِهِ فِي عِلْمِ الْغَيْبِ عِنْدَكَ Some names are not known to anybody except Allah, including Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept some of his names with him, he did not tell us about As he said sallallahu alayhi wa أو تأثرت به في علم الغيب عندك. These names are في علم الغيب. Unknown to us. Unknown to anybody of this, any, any, any human being. So, yes, Allah has 99 names which is mentioned in here, fine, but doesn't mean that He doesn't have more. So, names of Allah cannot be counted. Names of Allah cannot be counted. But He gave us some of them, we should love them and worship Allah with them. ولله الأسماء الحسنى فادعوه بها. Make dua with Allah's names. Ya Rahman, irham. Ya Ghafoor, irvirli. Try always to make wasila, tawassul, by these names. Whether one by one or all of them in the same time as Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did in the one time. So if you want maghfira, what do you say? Allah maghfirli, fine, you say this. But it's better to say, Ya Ghafoor, irvirli. So you use the, 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 the name with the request. The same. Ya Razzaq, irzuqni. يا رحمن ارحمني يا كريم تكرم علي أعطني and so on so use this name this is called توسل وسيلة and the correct وسيلة والله الحمد لله منه طيب this is the first rule the second rule is names of Allah سبحانه وتعالى and qualities are توقيفية إيش معنى توقيفية this is Arabic word it means 
تتبندد in words and meaning يعني no one come and add or subtract them so we will depend in Quran and Sunnah only on knowing the names of Allah and the qualities of Allah not to add not to subtract in both numbers and meanings also if someone comes and say Ar-Rahman means something else we say yes this is not what in Quran and Sunnah what Allah told us subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book what Muhammad s.a.w. told us in his hadith the meaning of Ar-Rahman is this not what you have said so from where you get it that's very important because we want to stick to the way of Muhammad s.a.w. in dealing with these things and qualities what happened to those people who really changed the meaning they fall into the problem of refusing and rejecting the names and qualities of Allah we'll see this later on and we'll talk about that chapter inshallah probably next week or the week after inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his holy book قُلْ إِنَّمَا حَرَّمَ رَبِّيَ الْفَوَاحِشَ مَا ظَهَرَ مِنْهَا وَمَا بَطَنَ وَالْإِثْمَ وَالْبَغْيَ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَأَنْ تُشْرِكُوا بِاللَّهِ مَا لَمْ يُنَزِّلْ بِهِ سُلْطَانًا وَأَنْ تَقُولُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Never say something about Allah, about Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, about the deen, unless you know. You didn't know, say I don't know. It is not bad to say I don't know. Take this example. Imam Malik one of the best four imams of this ummah he was the imam of Medina in his time nobody makes fatwa while Malik is there a man came from Morocco how far is that to Medina? Huh? nine hours four hours by airplane but that time where there is no airplane he was coming on camel from that he took some time in order to reach Medina and he asked about sixty questions Imam Malik answered him in some of it. And some of it he said, I didn't know. Ya Shaykh, Ya Imam, I came from Morocco all the far away. And he told me, you didn't know? He said, yes, I didn't know. He said, what did I say to these people when I go back to them? He said, tell them that Imam Malik said, I didn't know. What's the problem? This is really a trick of shaitan that he wants people not to say, I don't know. Because this will put him down. No, Ya Habib, I didn't know, I didn't know. Whether that the one who is asking the question is angry or not, I don't know. But not everybody really is capable of saying I don't know when he is asked. He tries to be know-it-all person. Some people they think they, they, are, they know it all. Any question, yeah, Lajib, I'll answer you. No problem. That's no problem really. He is really breaking himself. But if he says I don't know, in some cases that he doesn't know, he doesn't know. What's the problem? So, in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to be careful not to say things about Allah that we do not know. If we know, yes, we should say. We must say. Because to keep the, the knowledge of Allah, the knowledge about Allah, about Rasulullah, about this deen, to keep it although you know, this is really another problem, another sin. A big sin. But to say things that you know it, or I know it, while I don't, this is another major sin. So we have to be careful in this. That's why he said that the names of Allah Ta'ala, names and qualities are tawqitiyya, yani no one will add or subtract or change the meaning. Uh, the third rule is never confirm a name or a quality with likening to say that Allah has a hand then a person says Allah has a hand I will like my hand 
like my hand, face like my face, like, uh, this like this. No, this is not allowed in Islam. Not allowed. Like in here is a problem because Allah told us in the Bible clearly, Laysa kamithlihi shay. Not a claim. Whatever comes in our minds about Allah, Allah is not the same. That's it. Ali ibn Abi Talib was talking to one of his, his, the Tabi'een. He said, whatever comes in your mind about Allah, Allah is not the same. Forget it. Because we cannot, we cannot imagine how is Allah. Imagination, keep it aside. If Allah told us this, about it, alhamdulillah. If not, don't ever try to imagine. Don't you ever, don't we ever try to imagine. Because we cannot. How is Allah? How is he not good for Allah? As we will see, inshallah. Later on. Also, Allah said, Don't make examples for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why when these people made a mistake by saying, we'll stop saying that we do not accept names and causes of Allah because if we confirm them, we will say that Allah is like his creatures. We'll make likening. No. You confirm the names and qualities as mentioned in the book of Allah Taala and the Hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu but with the condition that nothing like Allah Taala. How is that? In Arabic, we understand face is a face. What does it mean in the face? Face. Face means what comes to to front of the people. Face. If we say face is a face, we, get, we said before that you have different animals. You have a horse. You have a cat. And you have an ant. Each one has a face. Are they the same? If they are creatures, they are all animals. So their faces are not the same. If this is among the creatures, among the animals, and they are not the same face, what about Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala? Big difference, of course. So that's why we say, لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ Subhanallah, this ayah, this ayah is answering both wrong groups. The one who are likening, the likening, the other group who was rejecting all the names. So he is subhanahu wa ta'ala, laysa kamithlihi shay, nothing like him. And the same time, wa huwa sami'ul basir. All here are, no, see subhanahu wa ta'ala. So both of them are wrong, we are in the right track of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to accept what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us without liking. Laysa kamithlihi shay. The fourth rule, we know the name. We know the meanings of the name. Ar-Rahman, we know the meaning. Ar-Rahim, we know the meaning. And we know the, the, the qualities. But do, know, do we know how the, these qualities are? How is the face of Allah? How is Rahmatullah? How is Allah Rahim? How is Allah? No. How is Allah Himself? No. We can't. We are not supposed to ask. We are not, we are not, we are not capable of knowing it. Imam Malik, again, he was, he was once in his dars, a man came and he said, Yeah, Imam, I have a question. He said, Okay, go ahead. He said, Imam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his holy book, Ar-Rahman ala al-Arsh istawa. How did he make istawa? That was his question. Ar-Rahman ala al-Arsh istawa. This is an ayah. Then he made his question saying, How did Allah make istawa on the Arsh? So Imam Malik, rahimahullah, start to sweat. He starts sweating. Because he felt how bad this question, how healthy this question is. Then he raised up his head and said, 
الاستواء معلوم يعني تزون ولو استواء ولو في استواء والكيف مجهول هاو ويدون نو because الله did not tell us يعني هو هو كان تل ثبات الله الله انسر سبحانه وتعالى او محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم through the وحي from الله سبحانه وتعالى and both of them did not tell us so we do not know we do not know how الله سبحانه وتعالى made استواء on the arch so he said الاستواء معلوم نون والكيف مجهول we don't know how والإيمان به واجب we must believe in that والسؤال عنه بدعة it is an authority an innovation to ask how because it is not good it is bad thing to ask how is this about Allah سبحانه وتعالى since he does not tell us we should be we should behave ourselves when we deal with Allah not to ask these questions يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تسألوا عن أشياء أن تبدى لكم تسوقكم Never ask questions that if you understand, know the meaning of it or the answer of it, you will be in trouble. And Muhammad Sallallahu told us in the hadith, "Zaruni ma karaktukum." You are telling Sahaba, "Never ask me if I don't tell you things. Don't ask me. Don't ask me about things because this what happened to Bani Israel is the same." Bani Israel kept on asking Musa alayhi salam too many questions that Allah made them in bad shape. Take an example of the cow. Allah told us in His holy book about the cow that. Allah سبحانه وتعالى told Musa to fill Bani Israel to slaughter a cow in the case of that man who was killed now if Bani Israel that day brought any cow small or, or big young or old whatever any cow for few money bring it it's okay and they slaughtered the house then they will be okay but because Bani Israel Jews specially is a cursed nation They start to make questions. Yeah, Musa, tell us. How is this cow? He gave them some descriptions. Oh, Allah, we didn't know. Give us the, what is the color? Ask your Lord about the color. Every time they ask a question to make Musa in trouble, Allah is going to make more restrictions for them, more conditions to make them in trouble. So, in the first question, they ask about the age. So he told them that she is, uh, the cow is not still new, virgin, and not also old. So he's squeezing now the condition of the age. Then they asked about the color. He gave them a color that not, cannot be found easily. Yellow. Have you ever seen a yellow cow? Yellow cow? Yes. If they took any black or white, black and white, anything, any cow, brown cow, bring it, no problem. But now, they ask for the color. So he gave them a really rare, very, very hard to find color. Yellow. Then again they ask the another question. Tell us more about it. So he asked Allah to tell us more about it. So he told him that this cow is not working on the field, not working in there, not doing this. More, more conditions. Now they are stuck. They tried to find this cow. They found one only cow, one cow only with these descriptions, with an old lady who refused to sell it until they give her a lot, a lot of money. And they had to buy it. Now, Muhammad mm-hmm. told us clearly not to do this, not to ask course that Sahaba, because they, they, he was alive at the time, not to give much courses to him. When he tells them to do something, do it. So Sahaba behaved themselves. They never asked Muhammad questions. That's why they are happy when a big one comes, a person who lives in the, in, the, in, the, in the desert, he comes because they are tough in discussion, they, they, they questions like this. 
They are Sahaba who are having this Bedouin come to ask questions. Because he will ask things that he cannot, they cannot ask because they are told not to ask. You know, those people who live in desert, sometimes people who live in, in, in villages also, they are a little bit tough. Not like people who are living in the, in the, in the cities. Yani, excuse me, a big garden, may I? These things they don't use. The villagers and the, the people who live in the desert, hey, come on, hey, come This is their life. This is the way. Directed. I have seen some of them. I, I've dealt with, with them, actually. And I know they don't mean harm. They don't mean bad. Don't be angry when you see one of these Saudis, they tell you, hey, yo, hey, sir. Ishara, wait, wait, come away. Ishara, you're ordering me? No, this is their way. They, they, they live this way. In village or in the desert. They live it this way. They are used to it. They don't think this is not an insult to them. So don't expect them to say, excuse me, Abu Kibarden, may I? This, this is not there. They don't use this. Okay? So in this case, these people, they come, they ask questions without any fear. Sahaba were so happy. Allah sometimes sent Jibreel to ask questions which is important for Sahaba to know. Like the case of Hadith which is very famous called Hadith of Jibreel which we have explained in this message long time ago. Hadith Jibreel, Jibreel alayhi salam came in the form of a man. And he came to Muhammad sallam and he asked him about Islam, about Iman, about Ihsan and about the hour. Sahaba were so happy because he asked questions that they cannot ask. So, in this case now, we know the meaning of the names and qualities of Allah? Yes. Do we know how they are? No. So, we don't ask things which is not in Quran and Sunnah. We stop. Someone says, Allah has a hand. How is his hand? We tell him this is wrong question. Never ask this question. Because Allah never told us. Never told us. So, we take it. He has a hand, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hand, yes, that's it. He has a face? Yes. Even he has a foot. Is that? There is a hadith. And there is a hadith also that he has a, a leg. Which is mentioned by the ayah, يَوْمَ يُكْشَفُ عَنْ سَاقٍ Don't be amazed. Whatever is mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah, we take it. Whether we know it or not. We know the meaning, yes, but we do not know how. Nobody says, how is the leg of Allah? How is the foot of Allah? How is the eye of Allah? Allah has eye. Eye. He has hands, he has faith. How are they? Don't ask how. We are not allowed to ask how as this fourth rule of names and qualities. Why not? Allah told us in his holy book, clear ayah. يَعْلَمُ مَا بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمَا خَلْفَهُمْ وَلَا يُحِيطُونَ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنْ عِلْمًا We do not make ihata of Allah's knowledge. No way. In this case, we just stop where he told us. He gave us name, qualities, he letters to how, we know the meaning, yes, but we don't know how, yeah, but, the fifth rule, similarity of names does not mean at all the similarity of named, yani, when you have a name for human being, or a quality for a human being. A lot of brothers, they ask this question actually. We have people who are generous. So we say this person is generous. Had a shakhs kareem. Kareem. A person who is nice and merciful with, with children. We say he is rahim. Okay? A person who has a lot of knowledge. We say he is alim. 
In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his holy book, وَبَشَّرْنَاهُ بِغُلَامٍ عَلِيمٍ And the other ayah, Halim. How is that? There are the same name of Allah. Yes. Same quality of Allah. Yes. But if the same are the name, they are the same in the name, doesn't mean that the names are the same. That's Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and this is creature. Big difference. So similarity in the name does not mean similarity in the name. For the name. Allah Rahim, yes. Some people are Rahim, yes. Allah Kareem, yes. Some people are Kareem, yes. Generous and a girl or a vice versa of Kunduz, as you say in Urdu. Okay? A greedy person, the opposite of him is what? Kareem. Generous person. Allah is the most generous. Right. If we say Allah Kareem and human being is Kareem, can we, are we putting the same and making likening in here? No. No, not at all. Because karam of Allah is not the same as the karam of a human being. Karam of Allah is large and high and unbelievable. Can, you can't, you can't, human being cannot think of it all. Part of all the generous of Allah that He gave you a life. He gave you a health. He gave you money. He gave you children. For what? What did you give him? What did you give him to give you all of this? He's taking care of you. He's sending four angels daily to take care of you. Not four, but six. He is taking care of your deeds. These angels are writing for you. You don't have to write. When you make the dua, then he makes angels to protect you from shaitan. And so on. Generosity of a human being could be giving money and, and food and this and that. And how much is this? Can you find a person who is giving all of his salary to the poor and stay without money? Almost, you can't. Half of his salary, that's in terms of Sahaba. Now if he gives 1% of his salary, he will be, mashallah, a very generous guy. Some people are not giving even their zakah to point five. And they are greedy, and they are hiding their, their uh, assets, you know, the, the, the money they are having. You know. They don't feel that they have this land and this uh, account, other account, he is hiding other money, but he is showing the account which is not having much money, to, so they will pay zakah. Subhanallah al-Azim. And they call him the generous guy, he is giving a lot of money. La ilaha illallah. He cannot compare. So, Kareem in here and Kareem in here, but they are not the same. Rahim in here and Rahim in here are not the same. Rahmah is there, yes, but the verse. Big difference. So this rule actually is telling us that just because there is similarity in the name does not mean that there is similarity in the name, for the name. Very easy, very simple. These are five rules I wanted really to explain tonight and with the other points we mentioned in the beginning just to say that this is only introduction for the chapter we're going to discuss next week or the week after, I should say, because next week probably I cannot come. And that's late notice, I'm sorry for that, but I have to say it now before we go, that next week I'm really so much engaged. So we cannot come for next week. That's the week after, inshallah. We'll discuss this chapter we're supposed to discuss tonight. And we'll explain, upon these rules we have tonight, inshallah we'll explain the case of names and qualities and whoever rejects them, he is really falling into the major covenant of Allah. Hopefully I have explained as much as can, I can. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Looks like uh, too heavy tonight, huh? <laughs> the the, the uh, Nizakwasi verses is very heavy. Yes, brother. Uh, thank you for the talk. Uh, uh, how do you 
Actually, the question is uh, uh, about naming your uh, uh, children or something like on, the, on these names, like naming a person as Kareem, or mm. uh, naming the person as uh, Rajiv or something How about that? Have you heard some people say, oh, you don't have to put... Okay, okay, we have to be careful when we name. Actually, the correct way to do it is to say Abdul Karim, Abdul Rahim, Abdul Aziz, Abdul Rahman. Uh, what happens actually is that when people call him, they short it. You know, we are in the time of fast food, you know, we don't have time to say the whole name. So, as far as they do not put the case of similarity in here, that Karim means the same name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, hopefully it's not, it's not a problem, not a problem, inshallah. But still we have to insist for people and try to explain to them that no, call me Abdul Karim, call me Abdul Rahim, call me... It's, uh, shorting the name in this case it could be... I know that most people they do feel, you know, that they are likening them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or putting them the same as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But still we have to respect the name. So instead of calling him Karim or, or Rahim or Aziz, or, should call him Abdul Aziz, Abdul Rahim, Abdul Karim. It's not no big difference, inshallah. But we don't have to have the habit of fast food or food. Right. Yes. When you mention that you are a slave of Allah, it's a big case for you. When your son is called Abdul Karim, it's really more, more respect, more beloved because you are sticking your name to Allah, slave of Allah. So you show that you are a slave of Allah. Why do the Shia, the Rafa, always love to, to be called Abdul Hussein? Abd Ali, Abd al-Riva. Why? Because they love these imams, they think that they are following, they are not following actually. So we, Ahl-Sunnah Jama'ah, should stick to the case of that Abd, Allah, Abd al-Aziz, Abd al-Rahman, to be that, I'm proud to be the slave of Allah. Proud to be the slave of the Al-Kabeed. We have to put in our children, as you said, we have to put in their minds that, okay, this is showing that how high you are, because your name is stick to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whenever they mention your name, you are already with Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Abdul Karim, Abdul Aziz, Abdul Rahman, and so on. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. We'll see you, inshallah, the week after next week, inshallah.